This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to WTS Waikato, a radio show and podcast taking a look at the quirkier people, groups and interests in the region. I'm producer Gary Farrow. Have you or your children ever come across small painted rocks in random places around Hamilton? Then you've probably had the privilege of finding a Tron rock. They're a phenomenon involving thousands of painters and collectors in Hamilton alone, not to mention the rest of the world. Wayne Morris is a member of the Tron Rocks community, and he has a fascinating story of how one little rock changed his life and how he's now passing the joy on to other people. My journey in it started when we had moved from a little town outside of Kaitaia down to Hamilton. We'd never been to Hamilton before, and we just decided to move into the city, so that's where we chose to settle. And we, my wife one day, just after we moved there, decided to take our daughter for a walk in a park around the university. And they found a rock and come home and showed me. And it had on the back of it, they investigated it more and ended up joining up to it. Um, so then the next time I wanted to go along as well, it gave me a bit of an incentive to get out and have a walk around. And then I found a rock and it happened to be about just someone wrote on it about prostate cancer awareness, um, strangely enough. So it's, um, and then I end up doing a couple more on a couple of small ones, easy rocks, and it sort of bloomed from there. Um, we found out that it's not only Hamilton doing it, it's worldwide. There's millions of people all over the world doing it. It's massive in, in America, um, in Europe and Australia and everywhere else. Um, and then that sort of just got me hooked and the wife and my daughter started doing it and then I ended up taking over the whole thing of it and just got me painting and drawing. Um, I've never had any artistic ability whatsoever before that. Um, and now I'm hooked. So what made you feel like getting that engagement with the rocks? Uh, I mean, we, we call them in this situation Tron rocks. There are also Palmy rocks and Palmerston North, and there are um, uh, other entities like this around New Zealand, as well as you just mentioned um, the world, but I think we understand it on the basis of our just being in and relevant to our immediate communities, don't we? But how did you sort of tap into that that culture that is behind the rocks? Um, it got me going out to parks. That sort of got it got me out of it, um, out of my little bubble, and it got me exploring. Got us all into exploring it. Um, we ended up uh, just 
started off just doing one little one, one little rock, and then that sort of bloomed out now. And I have, I do lots of little groups, and um, I do rock painting for the hospice, hospice Waikato. We sit down with families there. Um, I do school holiday programs. I do pumpkin festival. I do school classrooms. Um, uh, yeah, and it's just sort of bloomed from there. The culture of it, I like it, how it's it's good for the painter, it's good for the finder, and it's good for the person that rehides it because it's more of a, a goodwill gesture for people to make a little bit of art and hide it out in the community for people, someone random, to find and just to bring a little bit of smile onto their face. Um, I think that's the whole crux of it, is that just sharing some goodness in the world. Um, and, of course, now the people paint rocks and kids collect them and there's rock gardens and things like that that they've all built up. And um, But it's just the good the goodwill of it all. That, that's what I like. You were saying it helped you sort of get into exploring and finding your way around Hamilton and I guess other areas as well. I guess you'd naturally be uh, keeping an eye out for rocks uh, pretty much wherever you're going. Um, I've, I've stopped on the side of the road thinking that a little white bit of speck sitting underneath a tree is a rock and I've jumped out, stopped the car, jumped out, run over to it. Yeah, I found a rock. Oh, it's just a bit of rubbish. Like, oh. <laughs> happened a couple of times but that's pretty um nice just to think that you're stopping and taking a moment um in the rush of life to investigate the small little blip on the side of the road um even if it doesn't turn out to be a rock it's um it sounds like it's quite psychologically beneficial as well quite therapeutic isn't it like because it's not just yes. about exploring, but it's about taking your time as well. Yes. That's what, yeah, that's what got me into it because we had moved from a, a two-acre lifestyle block in the middle of a forestry block way out in the Wapwaps up by Kai Tire. Um, we had no cell phone reception, no internet, nothing, and we moved into Hamilton um, and... I was staying home all the time. I've got a back injury myself, um, so I can't work. Um, and it's given me um, a release, something to do, some sort of goodwill to do um, for people. Um, and that's what I end up doing the school holiday programs for, was to keep me occupied, keep do something good for the kids. Um and lots of times there we've had um, parents still painting while the kids are out playing. The kids are all finished and gone out playing and the parents are still there an hour afterwards, still painting away, having coffees or do coffee as well. And they'll just sit there and coffee and chat and carry on. Um, it's also get that hospice has been a good thing as well. We, uh, they we've painted thousands at the hospice for families and they just give me, um, 
sometimes they bring me in a picture. Can you draw this, Wayne, for me? And I'll draw it, and then they paint it in. Um, we've had Rosine's Paints sponsor me. Um, we've got Captain Compost, our local landscape place, they sponsor me. Um, so it's not just me. It's a whole group of people doing it. There's a wonderful lady, Melanie Young. She paints thousands and thousands and thousands of them. And everyone that's been involved in it has found one of her rocks at some stage or another. Um, she's unbelievable. It, 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 I'm just a very, very small part of it. How do you find inspiration for what you paint onto the rocks? I mean, you do use rocks of all sorts of different sizes for a start. Yeah, I suppose you'd need to source the rocks as well as think of what you're actually going to paint on the rocks on the basis of thousands and thousands of rocks, which sounds incredible to have that creativity flowing out of you. We go, I, I, I'm a member of many groups over in America, um, and I look for pictures on there that are nice and easy to do. Um, I just look for past memories. I've done lots of little cartoons from like Popeye or all the cartoons, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Winnie the Pooh and all those sort of things. Um, the size of the rocks, we could, we've done little rocks, little tiny rocks. Um, they're only maybe two or three centimetres wide to massive rocks that are maybe 20, 30 centimetres big rocks. Um, yeah. So uh, when, when I go and choose my rocks, we've got Captain Compost who you can fill up a bucket for five bucks and that they are really, really good and help out the community of it. Um, and you go through a rock, you can find a rock and you think, oh, man, that would make a good face. And you sit there, go home and wash it all up and then undercoat it and then you draw a face on it and you paint it away and uh, other things. And um, I've got ones that are shapes of eyeballs and you think, oh, man, that would be a good eyeball. What a find. And I go home and I'll paint an eye on it and then I'll go and hide it out in the community, not knowing where it's gone. I've just hidden it and it's gone. It's taken me probably six, seven, eight hours and then you just go and hide it and it's gone. Gone out in the world to bring a smile to someone. I know someone's got it sitting there on their desk or on their, in their lounge somewhere. It's, it's really lovely how even young children can recognise what an experience these rocks give. When you're working with the school holiday programs, what sort of process do you go through uh, with them? Because you were speaking before about how you have to apply an undercoat to the rocks. We do, I mean, you don't necessarily have to, but it would make a, a, a more weatherproof paint job on the rock, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it helps the kids too. It helps me um, to – what I do is I, I get, I'll get a rock and then I'll undercoat it white um, and then I get a pencil and I always tell the kids the best, most important part of it is that pencil and the rubber because if you make a mistake, you can always rub it out and you start again before you paint it. It's a lot harder once you paint it and then try to change it. But then but if you just do it on a pencil um, and then rub it out, you can just start again until you get it right and get all those proportions right. Um, so, yeah, and like I said before, it's help, it helps out the person that paints it because it's therapeutic for them. It's uh, 
surprise and a goodwill thing for the finder. And then it's also, it teaches them to rehide again and share that goodwill again. So it just goes over and over and over again. And, and, and some rocks have, have pop up many, many, many times on the Facebook pages that we see. Um, some people find them and they'll take them overseas. I've had them dropped at the bottom of, taken right down to the bottom of Mount Cook, hidden them in Hamilton. People hide them there. I've seen them pop up in France, um, in Europe, yeah, all over the place. Now, it's amazing how far they travel. Mm, definitely. So um, uh, when you're working with uh, with Hospice Waikato with them, um, do you um, sort of work in a, a workshop setting uh, with the clients to make uh, paint the rocks? Because obviously it would take, you'd, it's a lot of investment of hours into painting rocks. I mean, in some cases it would be separate sessions, wouldn't it? Because you'd do one coat and then you have to wait for it to dry and you'd have to do another coat to, to, to get the levels of detail. Yeah, I, I get them all ready. We, we do the sessions once a week um, and the, the time in between, I'll, they'll give me a list of what pictures they want for next week and then I'll get the rocks and I'll undercoat them all and I'll draw them with pencil and then I outline them with, a, we, we use Posca pens, which are paint acrylic paint pens. Um, some Lots of people can't have that dexterity of paintbrushes and things like that so the paint pens have made it a lot easier um, and then I'll get them all ready and take them in the next week and then they'll spend the day painting them sometimes they'll take a month painting them and then once, when they're finished I'll bring them back home again um, and then I'll put a proper sealer over them a hardened colour fast sealer um, and then let that dry and then bring them in and then they take them home and put them around the gardens. I've seen one lady's garden and it's just full with rocks. Um, and, and it's just something, something that she loves doing. A lot of them have gone in there and been really hesitant to do any art at all. They say they can't do it. And now they're just hooked and they just love it. love it because it's given them a bit of um, release to do something. It's given them an interest. Um, like, they can do something, they can paint it and make it as a gift for people, uh, all sorts of things going on there. So it, it's amazing what what they do. The pictures I get brought in, like I've never been arty in my life. Maybe spent maybe a year when I was 11 doing a bit of drawing, but then just gave it all up. And now they just bring in all sorts of pictures and I, but they bring them in and show me and I think, oh my goodness, what are we going to do here? Um, and then they, yeah. They so how many it. years have you been doing this? Oh, not not too long, have you? Um, I think four years, I think. Coming up to four years. And you've in that time, have you developed um, more um, artistic ability uh, quite quickly? Because, I mean, it sounds like this, this interest of yours has, um, it's grown great guns, hasn't it? Yeah, it's not only um, painting now. Like I've learnt from other ladies in the thing to um, I've applied fingernail foil to rocks um, 
and I've become quite an expert at putting fingernail foil on nails now. <laughs> and I've had to practice on my own. <laughs> um, yeah, so and it's gone from that. Um, done other little um, making candles, um, tea light candle holders. That's um, an incense burner candle. Um, I try try to show you some pictures of them. Um, Oh wow, that's yeah, lovely. Are, yeah, and that's that's just all from rocks, and um, that's changed from um, just the normal rocks that we have. Now, sort of get, I hunt out in the secondhand shops little ornaments that I can put around those sort of things and campfires. Uh, yeah, so it's not only just painting rocks now; it's become all sorts of things. Yeah, it has really blossomed out into uh, creativity in general, hasn't it? That that you are partaking in yourself, but also that you're sharing with other people, which is amazing that that could have happened from a single rock uh, that you found in Hamilton four and a half years ago. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, led me, it's given me uh, an awesome amount of time to fill up my time um, to be able to do so much good for people um, that I never knew four years ago that I'd be doing, had no inkling whatsoever that where this would lead me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was um, I was going to say before um, you said you know because of your back injury you were not able to work, but it sounds like you're involved in full-time goodwill here pretty much i mean the, the time you would spend <laughs> undercoating all those rocks and drawing the pictures on them uh that that definitely would take up your time wouldn't it before you go to your um workshops with the hospice waikato clients or the uh, children at the holiday program yeah i could spend an easy day just drawing rocks for the hospice for the ladies there um, and then I could spend another day at there doing it. Um, the rock, the school holiday programs is a massive, massive thing to organise because it's all, getting all the rocks. We've got to wash them all, wash all the dust off. Then we've got to undercoat them. And we're talking maybe 600 rocks. We have probably 200 people go through. We haven't had it lately because of all the COVID um, and the uncertainty there. Um Plus, it started to play up a bit, carrying all the rocks with my back, and it's it's a big, big, big thing. Um, and then after we've got to also undercoat the rocks, do the program, and then there's a massive cleanup afterwards. And it's not just a day; we've got to clean up all the paint brushes, we've got to clean up all the paints. It's got we've got a, it's a, an ongoing thing. And then not too long ago after that, then we've got to start preparing for the next school holidays. Um, so it's a, it's a huge thing. I could quite easily sell sell them and make money um, easy, um, but it's nothing I'm interested in. I'll just rather do it for goodwill. Um, and that's what it's about, I think. So that's the return you're getting from it is just the, the joy that you bring to other people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Spot on. Um, it, yeah. Joy it brings to people. It's also given me joy to contribute to 
and keep me occupied uh, instead of getting into a bit of depression and just being stuck at home and doing nothing. Mm, yeah, that's wonderful. And um, I think a lot of people can empathise with that at the moment in lockdown. You know, people are feeling cloistered away in their bubbles and um, trying to find things to be um, involved with. Um, so, yeah, no, and you're right, you know, you don't want, you know, if the black dog of depression is there, it's always there, eh? So you've got to keep on with, with um, you've got to keep involved and um, keep engaged. Yeah, yeah, you've got to keep on going, no matter what anyway, and you've got to find some sort of way to naturally release that. Um, mm. one, one other thing, my, my kids have now picked up a bit of art, and I've got a 17, 18-year-old son, and he's amazing at art and drawing. He never knew he could do it. Um, my daughter, who's only eight, and she's just started to do some amazing pictures, just amazed by it. Um, so it, it is it's brilliant again magical to think it started from one little rock <laughs> yeah, just... yeah yeah it is. It is. that's what it was mm. um, yeah i didn't know when we first, my wife first went out that day and my daughter and then come home with that rock and then i went out the next day and found that prostate rock and that it was probably that prostate rock that got me thinking man this is good because it, it was um i, I always remember um, and yeah, because it's um, that's what my father died of, um, and I've done many for breast cancer awareness too, and hidden those out in the community. Butterflies with pink wings, um, given them, painted them now for auctions for breast cancer. A pink ribbon breakfasts. Um, yeah, so it is. It's it's just the whole thing of it. Mm. People being able to relate to it and. Um... Yeah, the rocks being able to tell stories as well. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. It's the stories behind that rock. Whatever rock it is, it, there is a story behind it. Even if it's a little girl painting it, that's only three or four. Uh, up until like, we have 90-year-olds painting it at the hospice and just the stories that they they can they tell behind that and how they're afraid to paint and now they paint them and give them away to people and they, yeah, they, the joy of giving them the final product once it's all sealed and glossied up and looks beautiful and then they are just amazed on how well it does look. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much, Wayne, for such a lovely conversation. It's just, um, yeah, it's very uplifting in these, in these COVID times and um, obviously, um, uh, when this radio show goes to air, I'll do a Facebook post for it, and I'll um, I'll tag um, your page as well as the Tron Rocks group um, in it, um, so that people can can get involved. Um, but just lastly, what are some ways uh, that people can quickly get involved with uh, with rocks? When I first started out, I went into Razines on the free giveaway swap a can for a test pot, and I just got some basic colours of resine paints um, and then just started off with that with a cheap $5 set of paintbrushes. You can even just do a couple of um, colours from the Razines test pots, which are only 5 bucks each, 
and then you can just buy a cheap sealer from Bunnings and then just go from there as long as it's sealed well or and then it won't it shouldn't wash off but you can do it relatively cheaply um, me now I've gone to Posca pens as well so I've got a good supply of Posca pens and I've got hundreds and hundreds of test pots that I've built up over time but you can you can start off with basic paints um, basic paint brushes you can even do them with um, vivids with a bit of hesitancy on there because they, they tend to run but there are ways of go, getting around that by putting a bit of PVA glue over them lots of ladies over throughout the world have tested things and tried things and failed and accomplished and all that sort of stuff and found ways around them even rocks with glitter on it and then um, sealed over kids are happy with that kids are just happy to find something sparkly that's in the bush that has tron rocks on the back of it Um, that's what i'm amazed at doesn't have to be awesome art to give a child a smile on their face it can Mm. be just anything what i've done too at some stage is make ones painted them white, and then just wrote a joke on them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I've sealed seen them. I've seen some of them out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all in, in, inspirational quotes, um, mm. those sort of things. And that, those are easy, easy to do. Those are very easy to do. And that, that, they're the ones that I liked was um, ones with jokes and ones with, with inspirational quotes on them were probably the favourite ones that I have seen out there because they can hit so many people. Um, no, I'd just like to thank the ladies that started up the page up in Hamilton. There's Erin, um, there's Nicola, and there's Shannon. They're the three ladies that started it. Um, and, of course, they're just normal people like you and me, and they just saw something that they thought was a good idea, and they just ran with it and just do it and it's still going now and they've got um, 8,000 members around Hamilton that, that do it um, it's quite an active community um, there's always every weekend there's posts up of kids finding rocks and people hide, hiding them and finding them and all sorts of things um, there's also the lady uh, Melanie who just paints and paints and paints and paints and she works full time and she still has time to do that and I think she's found an outlet to do in between her jobs um, and yeah it's just an amazing group of people that, that do it that's what I like about it is that it's built up a community for people that I didn't know four years ago into a community that I didn't know was there and yeah I just like to thank them all Thanks to Wayne Morris and the Tron Rocks community for being the subjects of this episode of WTS Waikato. If you liked what you heard in this episode of WTS Waikato, you can like the show on Facebook or find it wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, stay safe and be kind. Thanks to Free FM, the Community Access Media Alliance and New Zealand On Air for making this show happen.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.